terrorize the world. Hello everyone, I'm Brian. And I'm Nick, and you're listening to the podcast on the Black Lagoon. So today we're going to be talking about Never Hike Alone, a 2017 fan-made tribute to Friday the 13th. In this movie, a lone vlogger stumbles upon the infamous Camp Crystal Lake after hiking on an unmarked trail. Uh, Nick, I, I've never enjoyed slasher films. Like, I mean, there are some I like, like, um, you know, like I, we did our episode on the original Halloween film, and I Texas Chainsaw Massacre is probably one of my favorite horror films. But beyond that, I haven't found many slasher films, especially new ones that I've actually enjoyed. Uh, but you are a slasher buff. Like this, this uh, must have been a uh, great experience for you. <laughs> this was a treat, yeah. to be honest, because I've been waiting for a new Friday the Thirteenth movie that didn't suck. <laughs> because uh, Michael Bay's remake or whatever um, was it from two thousand and nine was just god awful. Uh, I was on when this movie or fan film or whatever you want to call it um when it came out I was on the fence about it because I thought it was going to be a a found footage film I kind of weighed my differences and I thought that could have been interesting at the same time I don't I don't like found footage films I just don't like shaky cam and I liked what they did with this instead because I felt like that other option would have been completely messy and hard to work with yeah they they seamlessly integrated kind of pov found footage shots into traditional uh cinematography that that was pretty engaging because during really tense scenes they would flip over to the gopro camera he had to really up the intensity and then during other scenes they you get long shots from a camera that was clearly not his a few gripes that i have about this film uh i felt like the electric guitar when he's like running on the trail and everything, I felt like it was a bit too much and kind of corny. I thought that scene for, when I when I hear hiking, I think you know slow, methodical, strategic hiking up a trail, and I do not think of random electric guitar <laughs> solos and just sprinting through perfectly even ground. Like I was so confused about that being an intermediate hiking trail, and he just slid in between a rock that had like a path around it. Like he just decided. Yeah. It was just a little too over the top. It was. It really was. But I like where this place was. Uh, th- this place was shot. Um, just everything about the scenery. It's it's so good. It's eerie. It's soothing at the same time. It's it's very weird. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, there there are. I, I'm so torn on how to talk about this movie, because. On one hand, I watched it and was like pleasantly surprised. I, I enjoyed a lot of it. In fact, it had a really well done scene that I want to talk about in a moment. But at the same time, it's only excellent if you put it on a standard of a fan-made film. Because I was thinking, and this is a question I have for you, even though this is a great tribute film, 
if this came out as a new Friday the 13th movie, it would bomb. Don't you think? Like, don't you think this would have been a film that people were like, this isn't what we were waiting for? Chronologically in the films, um, yeah, I felt like it would have bombed because Friday the 13th is notoriously known for high death counts. And this has a few deaths, but not like previously. But as a fan-made film, it completely works. Oh, it blew me away, yeah. Uh, and I don't want to put it on a, on a standard it isn't even trying to hit. It was clearly a tribute film. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of... I, I, that, that's why it's so hard to talk about it, because it is very well done, and it does have one really great scene. But there are other parts about it that are blatantly just kind of kind of silly to me um one is that hiking sequence the other one is the acting during the very last act the protagonist was great by the way he did a brilliant job he really he held the movie really well everybody in that ambulance it's supposed to be cheesy <laughs> is it i it's hope so to... it was really it really, really cheesy okay um because a lot of that is uh like uh references oh from I, I know I missed every single reference in the entire film. Beyond him clearing the leaves off of a Camp Crystal Lake sign, yeah. I missed everything else. I didn't understand any of it. I, I know it. I will, I will be sure to point this out to you. <laughs> um, and we are definitely going to be doing um, the whole Friday the 13th catalog. Oh, we have to. We're going to. <laughs> There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Um, but the kill tags that um the main character found across the uh, camp and the cabin and everything those are mostly I, I believe all of them are references from the first movie i believe okay and the, are those like the locations where people in the first film died mhm mm okay which you know they did a fairly well job with those little references and everything even though they can't get it like verbatim right in the same exact spot because all the uh cabins and the the sites have been destroyed mm. so yeah it's uh i i thought you know oh that's really cool that's where this character died and the, the uh the one on the ground that's where pamela Voorhees got her head like chopped off is this the head that we actually saw in the movie uh the head at one point we see a decayed head and the uh was it the uh chimney no that was the wolf at one point he lowers a blanket yeah. off of somebody yeah. and there's a decaying corpse in there yeah. is that the that's the mom yeah. which because there's like a shrine set up around there and that that springs us into the scene i was talking about earlier that i think is so cool when he sees the head, jumps back into the into the blankets hanging up behind him, and then and then he's grabbed and thrown out of that um, that second floor. The camera work was done so well for that; it was really cool. Yeah, like that was a surprisingly uh, thrilling little sequence that they did there. And I was really I didn't expect that out of a again like out of a tribute film and out of something on YouTube for free. That was really cool. That was really well done. Yeah, I kind of felt that uh, the mother's head kind of looked foamy. Oh, really? Like, not, like, 
like made out of, it was like made out of foam okay it's what it kind of looked it looked cheap but i don't i don't know i feel like i'm now that i'm like re-watching it and everything i keep nitpicking at like <laughs> things that i have problems with but it's overall it's i enjoyed the film it doesn't take much to uh entertain me you know regardless of how bad a film is as long as uh the ending has like a payoff and and what are your thoughts on the ending of this film i thought it was interesting like that the whole third act um was they really changed up the vibe my hu my biggest complaint about this movie um which i've come to realize is uh when the ambulance comes to pick him up he didn't call the police or anything like that yeah. <laughs> i didn't even think about that so how did they know did were they just like oh we're, we're gonna go to this forest and just you know happen upon this like survivor or something like that but it, it's and then silly. she, the the lady at one point said, the man we picked up said something that made it seem like there's another person in the woods. So he either did call them off camera or they found him in an unmarked hiking trail, hiding in a place where, where Jason couldn't even find him. And then I have no idea because at one, uh, that's weird. You're right. Yeah. But, um probably my favorite uh i wouldn't necessarily say it's eh, it's probably my favorite scene in this uh entire film um or maybe it's not i don't know i well one of the uh thoroughly enjoyed uh scenes in this movie that you know hits close to home is when uh the main character is getting some water and then you see the tag on the floor or on the ground where uh, Pamela was decapitated. And all of a sudden, Jason just comes out of the water, grabs oh, yeah. him by the head and just starts squeezing. <laughs> and I, I, that scene was so um, just it really makes you jump, just gives you a shock to the system. It's like, yeah. like you're expecting it to happen if you're a fan of the films because this harkens back to like other endings and stuff um yeah for me the, the only one i even recall the end of the first one yeah it was just um, like a it pulled me back it was very well done yeah and it just you're you're expecting it to happen and then it just it gets you still i kind of like the uh one-on-one -on -one with jason and the main character they're like yeah, fighting each that other was cool. that was, yeah that was the the first two battles that they got into felt way too much like a martial arts movie to me like it felt too much like an action sequence out of like born ultimatum and it didn't feel and again i, I don't watch slasher films so i don't know what they're really like but the, the, but the last one they got in was really cool and i like how they brought in the book that that protected him from dying yeah and um that was cool i think they i think they did that really well i really like the part where um he he like he he's getting up and then he looks over you see jason's hand grab the head of the axe and pull it out of his neck and then mm. he's like fuck this 
<laughs> I like immediately started laughing because I thought to myself, that is me in that very situation. I see that happen and I'm like, fuck this, I'm leaving. <laughs> so, mm, Ghost Jason, that's what they called uh, Jason in this film, they called him Ghost Jason. I uh, kind of liked his look. I really liked the uh, the special effects for his foot his footwork, where he's like stomping. You can hear how how loud it, that's just is creepy. <laughs> I think they did a great job really making him feel heavy hitting, like he had a weight to him and a presence yeah. to him. And a lot of the camera work when he would you know sling his machete down into the earth and then the camera would shake down and. They did a really good job making him feel like a force. And and that that's lacking in a lot of movies where you don't feel like the antagonist has like sufficient power. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. There there was one scene where he like backhanded the protagonist and he flew thirty feet into a tree and like I thought that was kind of I odd, f- but <laughs> I felt well he's supposed to be that powerful. Is he like he's in sp- the films he's really he, well, later on in the films he's supposed to be like really powerful okay um one thing that i kind of felt was odd was um how many times the main character had to go back and get his bag he dropped his bag more than once i think he dropped it like twice he um and ends up hurting getting hurt in the process of going back to get his bag for medical supplies um yeah we we just covered like American Werewolf in London. Like we're not gonna bash this movie because it's not like up to par with other films like that. But just just because we talk about movies and that's what we do, one thing I one thing I don't like is frustrating plot devices like that. Like oh he dropped his bag, so now that justifies him going back to the camp, right? It's like but this is fiction. You can make him go back to the camp in a way that doesn't make the audience member, you know pull out his hair because it's such a frustrating dumb move like just take your bag with you you know like there are things like that where people are running and they trip and you know they're gonna you know they're gonna get up and keep running it doesn't add suspense to the film it makes you say oh he tripped on a route he's gonna get up and run faster and the music will pick up it doesn't have the intended effect because it happens all the time so like like the element of him constantly dropping his bag and all of that and having to have a reason to go back to the camp like couldn't they have they could have done something else you know it's fiction you can make you can do whatever you want i'm sure there's a different way to to treat that scenario so it wasn't so um i don't want to say i don't want to say cliche but it was kind of trite you know like it's just like come on there could have been something honestly something else you know it's not a perfect movie and neither is the Friday the 13th franchise. Hmm. None of those movies are perfect whatsoever. And I can completely understand if somebody says, these movies are shit. Um, but it's a... They're fun. It's a fun film. It's I enjoyed it for what it was. And none of the issues that I pointed out, I have a problem with. Because it's a fun film. It's a, you know, it's an indie film. Yeah. And a good one at that. What was the what was the Friday the Thirteenth in space? What was that one called? Uh, Jason X. I enjoyed this so much more than that one. <laughs> I am on like honestly, I thought this was a much more interesting and engaging movie oh, than definitely. that actual professionally produced 
move. Like I watched that with Dominique knowing nothing about the franchise and we were both like, Oh, <laughs> what is this? Honestly, this movie was so much better. <laughs> I, I feel like you, you were introduced to the, <laughs> the, the shite and okay. the Friday the 13th, um, series because part eight, part nine and part 10 are how many are there including the remake there's 12 wow really yeah there's 12 jeez all right so that's going to be a long franchise of ours to cover and you'll mm-hmm. you'll you'll show me the beauty in them i'm sure i'll i'll, I'll oh, we'll, we'll watch the oh, first definitely. few and I'll, I'll figure out what it's all about definitely I I completely um in my personal point of view my favorites are 4 5 and 6 um really? which not even they, the first uh well I enjoyed the first like don't get me wrong the first is like all-time classic right part 2 you know is okay I thought it had some pretty interesting effects and everything part 3 gets like even more intense i enjoyed it cool um and then four five and six are like the peak for you four five and six um have a like connecting story because it has a returning character got it yeah and those are your favorites Mm -hmm. cool all right i look forward to watching those part six has more of a uh comedic tone to it so which is probably my favorite out of all out of all of them 